Here's a major concert announcement brought to you by the Metal Hand of God podcast. The unforgettable sound of the raconteurs. A little blues, a lot of rock and roll, live at the Fillmore. Right on. Bringing together the talents of Brendan Benson and Patrick Keeler. Under somebody new, well, that didn't take long. Jack Lawrence and the unmistakable Jack White. And where you gonna go? Not that I care. November 7th, at the Fillmore. And who can you trust now that I'm not there? The Raconteurs. Time to get those tickets at thefillmorenola.com, livenation.com or the mhogpodcast.com. Go to the links. It'll take you straight to ticket sales. The Raconteurs, live at the Fillmore. Don't delay. Get those tickets now. November 7th at the Fillmore. Always a great way to spend the evening at the Fillmore. Great music all year long. Don't forget to get those tickets at FillmoreNola.com, LiveNation.com, or the MHOGpodcast.com. Go to the links, it'll take you to ticket sales. The Raconteurs, live, on stage. November 7th, we'll see you there. Come hang out with the cool kids at the Fillmore. It's always rocking at the Fillmore. M-H-O-G Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wacky, wild, crazy episode of the Metal Hand of God podcast. Yeah. Really? That's that's what you're going with? I am. Okay. I am. I'm going with that. I don't know why. I just, I just thought it would be like super anti like radio voice guy. <laughs> I'm your host, Wayne, and welcome back, guys. And with me, as always, is the magnificent, the lovely, the smells like fruit and cupcakes, I'm the rum guy. Ooh, yeah. You heard how he said that? All sultry and cup, <laughs> cupcakey. <laughs> cupcakey. Cupcakey. We're going to coin that term right there. Yes. We're coin that phrase. Rum the cupcakey man. That's it. <laughs> In fact, that's the name of this episode. Rum the cupcakey man. I'm like buttercream. It's so good. Ooh yeah, whipped cream and 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 stuff. You know, in fact, uh, my son is is I got a huge. He's a huge fan of whipped cream now. Uh, he, uh, uh, Caitlin decided that that would be a good idea to get uh, pumpkin pie and put some whipped cream on it. And all he wanted to eat was the fucking whipped cream. That's a smart kid. Yeah, smart yeah, kid. I agree. I agree because that's my favorite part of it too. Because pumpkin pie tastes like asshole. But anyway, 
Uh, I'm not so a fan. Pumpkin, then, huh? No, I mean I like pumpkin. I like pumpkin seeds. I like you know pumpkin and things. But I just I'm not a fan of that pumpkin pie. I think it's the consistency. Oh, see, I, I like pumpkin pie, but uh, if your pumpkin pie tastes like asshole, you're making it wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm using the wrong ingredients, right? <laughs> wrong ingredients. But you know what I mean. One, I'm just saying. One that. quarter cup of poo. Yeah, yeah. No, mm, that, that doesn't go in the pie. Mm, mm, no, no, no. Uh, I prefer uh, uh, sweet potato over over the uh, pumpkin. Now, see, I'm not a fan of sweet potato. Never have been. Really? Well, see, no. growing up, uh, my mom, when you know, when you when you have lack of money uh, for something, you know, we go and go to the store and you buy like four big ass sweet potatoes and you bake those, and that's that was a pretty good dinner. You know, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to do that. Yeah, yeah. but just uh, we use regular potatoes, not sweet potatoes. Right, right. We did we did both, but you know what I'm saying. It's, it's just. It's, it was just kind of one of those things. So I got you know kind of hooked on that stuff, and I I, I like sweet potato. That's good. That's pumpkin. good. I, every, everybody else around me seems to like sweet potato, but I, I just what I, just I think. Get... Honestly, I think, um, uh, yeah, because you're you're you know it's like a southern thing, a sweet potato, and I think pumpkin is more of a northern thing. Yeah, I, I could kind of see that. You see what yeah, I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, I know it's all it's, it's national, regional. but yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know yeah. it's all around the world. But I'm just saying. You know, in my personal opinion, I think that's where they they came from. You know, sweet I potato was right. one area. Sure, sweet potato is fine, and and uh, with us, and then you guys had the pumpkin. Great, and, now I'm and, hungry. Thanks, and all the other disgusting food. Anyway, uh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Fucking northern people don't know how to cook. Oh, uh, that's all we know how to do is cook. We're so good. <laughs> lies, lies. You didn't know what butter was till you moved to the south. Anyway, oh. Um, <laughs> Oh man! I didn't know what heart disease was till I moved to the south. Ain't yeah. that the fucking truth? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what's up, man? What's, what's going on? Uh, uh, I had a crazy night. I know, I know you did. I know you did. Uh, we uh, we ended up bartending a wedding uh, last night, and it was uh, it was good. It was uh, it was a very uh, it was a very country wedding, and I mean country wedding. This was very country it was uh set at a plantation um i thought you were going to say very country like like they were siblings no 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 <laughs> um su- super nice people though uh the um the bar was inside a converted tobacco barn now that's fucking cool because that, yeah. when you sent me the picture the last picture you sent me uh, i sat there and looked at it and going is he laying on the fucking floor no, I was up against the wall. Because <laughs> I was like, did he fall? I don't understand what's going on in this picture. I, I but, did laugh uh, a lot, though. It, it was good. Um, the uh, it, it, the give you a rundown of how, real quick, it was very, very cute. It was like a, a wedding you would see in kind of like a, a Hallmark movie. It was done very so cool. well, you know. Uh, very, very nice couple. Uh, there's probably about 100. That was a big wedding. About 170 people were there. I thought you were going to um, say they were 170 years old. That's funny. And then there was another barn, like a big barn, right? And that's where the uh, the dining and everything and the dancing happened. Right, there. the and actual in front reception. Of that, yeah. And then the um, the main plantation house is where the bride and groom and everybody got changed and ready, and then they came out, you know. Uh, but the uh, bride arrived uh, around the property. It, her dad drove around the property in this beautiful uh, 1955 black and white Chevy. Wow. It was really, really cool. And, um, and Rome was sitting there with a fucking hard on. 
Oh man, that was a beautiful car. <laughs> but what was funny about it was, uh, as before they, she showed up, uh, everybody, you know, they're, they're bringing everybody down the, the aisle. There were pews and stuff set out, uh, outside behind the barn. And then they had these two really nice antique uh, sofas, like the Queen Anne style, very fancy. Right, like right. Like Victorian couches, one for the groom's side, one for the, the bride's side. Um, well, anyway, they're, they're bringing the, the bridesmaids down. The groom's already up at the altar at this point, you know, waiting for the bride. And then all of a sudden, uh, there's no bride. And we're like, okay. And uh, about five minutes passed. And it's like, okay, now everybody's like, where the hell is the bride? Did she do a runner? And then... In the distance, in the far distance, you heard this. They couldn't get the damn car started. No, that sucks. Uh, so, <laughs> so finally, uh, uh, they get the car started, and uh, the Chevy comes around, <laughs> and it, it's it's putting, it's putting, it's putting because it, it's something's wrong with it. I think it, he doesn't drive it enough, so it was full of carbon. They needed to blow the carbon out of the carburetor. Right, right, right. And and he gets and the bride gets out of the car, in this beautiful uh, handmade Irish lace dress, beautiful wedding gown, gets out of this out of this car, closes the door, the car stalls. Now we got to move the Man, car, don't yeah. we? So now the car's sitting there with the bride, and she's she's just kind of smiling and grinning. Uh, good good thing these were very laid back people, and right, everybody's right. kind of they're all kind of chuckling. And the car is like, so the dad gets out and he's like, uh, he's getting ready to swear. I mean, he's mad. I'm sure he's pissed off. And then uh, all of a sudden he pops the hood real quick, looks at it. And another guy yells at him, older guy in the audience said, what happened if it was a Ford? Ah, come on. (laughs) And the guy, he was like, shut up, plant. That's fucking great, dude. (laughs) <laughs> he closed the hood down and he turns the car back over and all of a sudden this gigantic black cloud of smoke goes over top of the crowd oh god <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> it was great but uh everybody everybody had a good time and when the bridegroom good. left they had uh you know the the fourth of july sparklers yeah 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 it was such a cool sight to see i had like 170 some people holding sparklers as the bride and groom walk through, you know, fire. Going, yeah, it was so freaking cool. But it was a beautiful night. Uh, there were horses everywhere. Uh, it was just a really nice thing. But man, these people could drink, dude. Boy, they drank. <laughs> well, but I mean, they did. They didn't drink some quality stuff either. They drank crap. They drank Michelob Ultra and Natty Light. Natty Light. Natural Light. Yeah. Wow, man. dude, that's like that's like horse piss in a bottle. Oh, it was awful, awful crap. But uh, all all the beer was in bathtubs, uh, nice. And uh, and we're we're pouring wine and. Uh, but uh, really, it was a fun night. It was was the wine in night. a box? No, no wine. The bottles of wine came in a box, but no, it was not box wine. No. But it, they had uh, eighteen cases of wine. It's a lot of wine. And how many did you drink? I was I didn't drink anything last night. I just drank water just to try to keep hydrated. Cause... I don't believe that because those pictures that you sent me sure looked like Rum was <laughs> partaking in some some uh like you know one for you, two for I'm me. I'm trying I'm trying to keep the drunks happy, you know. So I'm just I completely understand. 
Yeah, you, you got to play the role with the drunks, right? So you just keep going. So right, you just you just hang out with them. It's cool. Yeah. I understand. Then, uh, what do then you I'll... guys want? You want th- this is some shitty beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they were afraid to go and start dancing. There was like eighty some wallflowers staring at like two people on the dance floor. Oh, that sucks. So uh, we I, I had to go up and tell the mother of the bride something. So. Uh, uh, I walk in the bar and, and because there was nothing else going on, the DJ looked at me and said, and here's the bartender. And so the, threw a spotlight on me and I'm like, all right, let's just bust the move, man. So I'm dancing. I'm dancing. All of a sudden, here comes the bridesmaids. They're dancing. Everybody's dancing. All of a sudden, it turned into like this big festival. I'm like, awesome. Just took a bartender to get everybody to dance. That's great. So I'm like, that is beautiful. Yeah. And then I, I got up to the front and he says, all right bartender do your signature move and i turn I, I don't know why i do not know why this was the first thing that came across my mind was i turned around and just started i don't know like shimmy and he goes what in the world do you call that i said i'm twerking god damn it oh my god and everybody bust out laughing and it was a good time after that everybody danced at a good time so well that's good at least you loosened them up man not only did you get yeah. them drunk but you went out there and you danced with them yeah, I danced with him, and, and I got to show off my twerking skills. Which sounds really fucking horrible, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It sounds terrible. Basically, it was just me trying to squeeze my butt cheeks together. Is all I'm, I didn't know what to do. I don't, I'm not a twerker. You know? yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I did win the Croatian twerking championship, but I mean. That's not saying that much. Does, that's not saying much. No, 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 no. Um, well, that's really cool, man. That sounds like a really good time. I, I, something, you know, you know what I did yesterday? <laughs> what? I uh, worked. Oh, that's, um, see, that's a good time. Then I had to go to a 82-year-old black man's house who's married to a English woman with, mm-hmm. with Dr. Joe, the magician, to put the, their dog to sleep. Um, well, that's a horrible trip. Wait, dude. wait, hold on, hold on. Did he do on. it? Did he do it magically? No, wait. The eighty-year-old black man mm-hmm. is a blues m- musician by the nice. name of Rooster, and uh, it's, it was very cool to meet him. Um, very, very talented man. Um, should go check him out. Um, I think the na- honestly, I think the name of his band is Rooster and the Chicken Hawks. Oh, awesome! I'll check him out. Good shit. Good shit, man. Uh, he knew BB King. Nice. Um, uh, He's got stories. Yeah, he does. And 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 I was talking to him a little bit, and uh, Doctor Joe told me that um, he's friends with Doctor Joe through you know the magic show and the bar and stuff that we dealt with and stuff in the sure. quarter. And uh, he was telling Doctor Joe that uh, he his turning point in his career was they were packed up and getting ready to go to Vegas. When he was younger, like this was, you know, this is his big deal. Um, sure. He even had a guitar that BB King, BB King actually gave to him. Wow. Yeah, Dude. yeah. And uh, he um, was getting ready. They were packed up, uh, and then the next morning when they got up to leave, someone had broken into their truck and stole all of their equipment, including that guitar. Oh, and, that sucks and, ass. And he could never. He never went to vegas after that and and that's he, he says that that point was probably the that was probably going to be the point would made him a little bit more famous than what he is you know and that would have probably been the turning point of his life and and he could have been famous but some asshole had to steal all his shit 
That sucks. Dad. Is that not it, is, is that crazy, man? Like this one incident caused this poor man to like lose his whole fucking thing. Because back then, I mean, he's eighty two, so back then he was younger, so he had to be in his twenties. So it was a lot harder for him to do what he had to do, you know, back then mm-hmm. than it would be now. No, it's it's funny that you bring that uh, this up because uh, that reminds me of a. Uh, did you ever watch? There was a uh, a southern version of Pawn Stars. Uh, yeah, sort of. I think I remember remember that show, like Cajun something. Yes, and it, okay. Now I'm I'm bringing this up for a specific reason. On that show, there was a guy who brought in. A BB King, he was claiming to have one of BB King's guitars. And he was like, Well, how did you get this guitar? He said, Well, uh, it it, it had this big crazy story about it being uh, given to him by a guy who is said to have stole it from a musician. Wow, that's fucking crazy. So if he could find that episode, and if they still have that guitar, he has proof that he can get. He might be able to get his damn guitar back. That'd that's be awesome. Cr- that's if he could so do that. crazy, dude. Like, yeah, because I met. It's funny because I, I was going through. You know, they show repeats of stuff all the time on TV, and um, I ended up having it on. I was watching uh, a lot of the car sh- car shows and stuff like the the counting cars and crap like that that they got on cable, and um, I turned to another station and it was uh, that 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 pawning that repeat of that that uh, pawn shop show. And I was like, Oh, I watched like two or three episodes of that. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Man. I, Cause I, when I th- hear stolen guitars, I always think about Stevie Ray Vaughan's stolen guitar. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the point. But I was like, wow. And then you brought that up. I was like, wouldn't that be fucking cool if that was the guitar and he could get that back. It'd be so cool. Yeah. I'm going to have yeah. to look that up, dude. I'm not the, to tell that man about that shit. Maybe it might, that would be kind of neat if it really was the same guitar. Yeah, yeah, very, very cool. But uh, yeah, man, that's well. That that it sounds like a nice man to meet, but a depressing way to meet him. Yeah, it was it was it was a shitty way to meet the man. But yeah, it was very very cool to to meet the guy because you know I I loved it. If I, if there's any way possible to get him on this show, you know, to have him on and talk to him about his experiences and stuff, that would be fucking incredible because. You know, we're all about music on this show. You know, we, we love me between you and I. We we you know, we've sure. we listen to many many things, and blues is one of my favorite genres of I music. Love so, blues music, yeah. You know, and just to have that man on here to talk about his ever stuff, and he still look, he's eighty two and he still plays today. Like he still goes well, out and does gigs, dude. Well, if he if he if he doesn't want to do uh, the show like this, maybe he would be a great candidate for another one of our uh, the written interviews. That's true. I didn't think about that. We could do that too. That's pretty pretty awesome. We could we could have some nice questions for him. I I would love to hear some of his stories. You yeah. know, have him write it down because you know those those gentlemen and ladies. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they're getting up there, and uh, these are stories that should be preserved, and people should hear these stories. You know. Yeah, I say that all the time to my uh, grandfather in law. Um, mm-hmm. He used to work for WWOZ out here, the radio station, which is like. Uh, a big local station, and he knew all these huge, famous New Orleans musicians. Like they would, sure. come, they would come in and just hang out. Like 
my mother-in-law would as a child would sleep on the couch in the radio station downtown you know what i'm saying so like yeah it's the stories that he has but he's just like he's like look man i was never like a big somebody at that place i said i don't care i'm not looking for you to be the big somebody i'm just looking at you to keep the stories alive i want you to come on the show and talk to us about your experiences and how cool you know those well, years were at that radio station. You know what I'm you saying? Know, another thing we could do that would might be really, really cool because again, you know, older people and technology are, are, they don't usually go hand in hand too well. Right, right, right. But it would be very cool to like, like him and like this other gentleman too. You could do that. Be a nice segment to get like living history stories and that's, just take a, take a recorder and sit down with them and say, tell me the story. That's exactly what I told him I would do. I said, look, I'll bring my computer over there. We'll set up things. I mean, you can sit down, just you and I, and we can tell story by story. And then we can record those, and I can do them in spaces, and we can do, like, segments. And he, he, he's thinking about it. Like you know, he, I, I, I think that little uh, – if you go on to Musician's Friend, man, I, I'm, I'm serious. They've got those handheld podcast recorders. They yeah, I've like, seen them. Uh, decibel uh, – they look like decibel readers. Yeah, yeah. That, um, um, Kyle's got one or – you know, he has one. So yeah, far. it's it's such a cool thing, uh, and that'd be a great way. Um, I would be all up for it. I think a lot of people listening would love to hear some of these stories from these uh, ladies and gentlemen. That uh, right. I mean, he's telling us. He's telling me stuff about these these musicians and and like uh, just like Louis Prima, Prima, Louis Prima, the and yeah, Louis Prima, and, and like you know stuff. People that would just come into the to the studio and like they would just jam in the studio, which would be crazy. Like the the Neville brothers would just show up, you know, and just like hey, how's all doing? You know, just hanging out and you know all these super super famous. Uh, old school musicians would just show up at this, this this radio station and just play and it was just he said it was really cool and i'm just like man you know why don't you come and do these little segments with me it'd be really fun and he's like let me think about it i said all right all right don't think too long man you know yeah yeah you're not gonna be around too long you know yeah i hate to say that but i mean i mean he's not that old he's 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 late late 60s 70s somewhere oh yeah Yeah. he's got time so but um but yeah, so yeah, there's that. Um, and uh, speaking of Dr. Joe, here we go. I'm going to send you guys out with a, uh, we're going to do a little commercial here for the uh, uh, Halloween stuff we do and the, the, the magic show we put on, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, every Thursday at St. Christopher Hotel in New Orleans. So if you guys want to come out and check it out, here's uh, the magic of New Orleans. Welcome to the mystical and whimsical side. New Orleans. Let Dr. Joe Dalgo's elegant magic embrace you, giving you a peek into the haunted, shining a light into the side of the city where the vampires reside, and letting you see into the world of the voodoo culture. The History of New Orleans. And Cousin Ray, you ready for a new Bayou Zodico? Ready when you are, Cousin Ray. That's right, whether you're a local or just visiting this beautiful city, you've got to check out Dr. Joe Dalgo's Spirits of New Orleans Magic Show. 
He's been performing magic for over 45 years, and he gives you a true sense of New Orleans culture and history. It's an amazing show, and good for the whole family. So please, check him out. And don't forget to check out the website at www.crescentcityconjuring.com. That's www.crescentcityconjuring.com. So that's right, Spirits of New Orleans Magic Show with Dr. Joe Dongo. See what the city's been talking about. You're going to like it. I guarantee so yeah, there you go, guys. If you guys want to come out and uh, see some really cool magic, uh, this this the next few uh, shows we're doing, we're gonna do the uh, the spooky show, the haunted show, which is the uh, spirits of New Orleans, which is a lot of uh, ghost stories and uh, you know things like that. So that's this month we're doing uh, every Thursday. So come it must, come out. It must take a lot of research for for uh, Doctor Joe to, to do all that stuff. Uh, it does. It ta- I mean, the show itself. Uh, we've been working together on for over six years. Wow, that's good. Yeah, he's been doing magic for such a long time. Yeah, forty something, forty years, yeah. something like that. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, speaking of years and uh, weddings and all that good stuff, uh, today is october 13th which is not the date that we're releasing this but today is october 13th and today is my anniversary um me and caitlin made two years today married and we've been together for five so that's pretty good not doing too bad actually today is another anniversary of sorts today is the two-year anniversary of the last time i saw rum is it yes it is yeah Ah, that's funny (laughs) yeah yeah I can't believe that's been two years. I know, man. It's it's been a while, dude. It's crazy, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy shit. But yeah, get together soon. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you think? <laughs> but no, man. Today, today is is, is the anniversary. I'm, I'm happy, excited. You know, finally made a number two mark today, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's always it's always good to you. Always feel good when you do a number two. Exactly. Exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Um, we're not doing too much because you know we're saving up to go to the Disney trip, so we're not really uh, we're not really going crazy. I bought her some flowers and a couple cards, you know, just mm-hmm. just just to be nice. And she surprised me uh, with a Funko Pop that I've been wanting. It was it was in the mail yesterday. Uh, nice. Got a Jay and Silent Bob two pack. Oh, fun. From uh, New York Comic Con, which is the Blunt Man and Chronic exclusive, which is pretty fucking awesome. Um, So that was really cool to have. Neat, neat. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I mean. It's going to be a good trip for you, but man, uh, how do you like how expensive it is now to go to Disney World? It's it's utterly ridiculous. Like. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. You know, I mean, I just. well, per day, you know, if you buy tickets per day just to go to Disney, it's it's a hundred bucks each, and that's not counting. Like you would think the the kids would be like fifty, right? No, it's a hundred for them too. And I'm going, well, he's half the size; he can barely ride half the shit. But you know, it's still a hundred dollars for him, so it's mm-hmm. three hundred dollars a day just to get in. That's not considering. If you're going to eat there or if you buy a bunch of their garbage, you know, all that stuff. Well, you definitely, you know, you're in the park. You, you're going to eat something, you know, and drink something at right. the park. 
And then, you, you know, your water bottles are probably like $6. You know, some fucking stupid shit, man. And I, I'm just like, guys, how about you do it like this? Look, this is a weird, you know, a weird thing. If you pay $100 to get in, right, mm-hmm. maybe the food and things inside should be lower. You would think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, give people incentive to buy the stuff in the in in your in your uh, amusement park. Like, exactly. that, that's my the, thoughts. The one of the number one things that one of the best things to do at the amusement park, if you want a snack, and it's one of the cheapest things to get at the park, is fruit. Really? Uh, it's uh, usually. Uh, I know they do wanna, like the fresh fruit stuff because we cause last time we were there. When we did our day trip, we ran out there mm-hmm. real quick for a day. We've got some grapes for my son to eat, and you know that was awesome. It was really cheap; it was like three, four dollars, you know. And we got a big old thing of grapes, so that was. Cool. And and like if you get like the oranges, you know how big those Florida oranges is. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, they're they're a dollar a piece. Uh, you know, apples are a dollar. You know, for for a quick snack, especially for kids or something, and right. you walk around a park and. The kids are hungry all the time anyway. It's like, ooh, you know, and the and the fruit's nice and cold and it's so hot outside and it's Yeah, it's a good yeah. treat and it's 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 healthy for them. Instead yeah. of instead of like, oh look, here's a bag of fucking six dollar uh, M and M's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean everybody wants to eat the candy. Everybody wants that's my thing, is I like to go to the and there's so many new restaurants in the park too. Yeah. New places to eat. Uh and then you guys gotta do the research ahead. Dude I would you know, the, to find which one you want to go to ahead of time. We're doing lunch, breakfast with Mickey. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Because it's it's also my nephew is going with us, and it's also his birthday. Yeah, it's so, not cheap. So we're doing I, that. $150, dude. I know. I had breakfast with Mickey, and I was in my 20s. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'll go put a fucking paper mask on and walk around and go, hey, you know, whatever you want me to do, but god damn. You're I'm, not the real Mickey. Neither yeah. is that nigga, so I don't want to hear that. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't no damn real Mickey Mouse. He is a real Mickey Mouse. You can't, he's got the costume to prove it. Hmm. Bullshit. But, uh, yeah, man, that's 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 price. Anything you want to do at the parks is expensive. Yeah, but it, is, it does make for a nice trip. And uh, a really incredibly large credit card bill when you get home. Yeah, yeah, but whatever, man. It, it, it's it's for the kids, really, and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you you got to enjoy it too a little bit, man. It's it's kind of fun, you know. You, at least you know what's cool with you at, at this point in your life too, is uh, you get you. Not everybody gets to do this, you know. You get to be the dad at the park you're your dad you know and everybody you know those kids are looking you're, you're a dad now so your son and and that's kind of fun because you're like i'm you know you're the, you're the dude you know you're 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 like yeah we're gonna do this we can do this we can do that we can do this but you you get to play the dad role which is kind of a, a unique thing I, I i'll never get to do so that's kind of fun you take the kids to the park i wanted to take my niece to the uh disney park you know and and, and you know, I thought that'd be kind of cool, but then I thought about it and went, I don't know. She's not old enough yet, you know. And, Still kind of, yeah. You know, uh, well, I, I think she's old enough now. I think she'd enjoy it. Uh, we just got to, I think, I think maybe by 2020 or something, maybe it'd be a good year to, you know, take her down and, and get her to go to Disney World and stuff like that. She has never been, and I think it'd be a fun trip. Because it is cool to see the kids' expressions when they're running around and doing stuff, and 
you know, everything's exciting. And of new, course, and, of course. You know, like when we went the first time, he was so amazed by everything, you know, but he was still yeah. very little. Sure. Very I mean, little. you buy him, you buy him something. He'd rather have the packaging than what you bought him. You know. Right now, it's it'll be a little more more exciting because <laughs> because he'll get to see you know ooh ooh I remember this I remember that I mean he remembers stuff from Disney when we went. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. And he's and he's he wants to ride uh, the Tower of Terror. Wow, I don't know if he'll be able to. I don't know yet either. I, I mean, he's tall enough. Well, you know, it's not the Tower of Terror anymore. It's still there. It's still the Tower of Terror right now. Is it because yeah. it's supposed to be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? It's soon, 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 soon. Okay, I, I figured it'd be closed down for to to do it up by now. No, I don't. I don't think they've done it yet. I don't think. I think it's still the Tower of Terror. I hope it is. I hope it is because he's been, you know, he's been saying I really want to ride the Tower of Terror, Dad. So I was like, okay, because that's over at uh, what used to be MGM, that's right? The, which is uh, Hollywood Studios now. Hollywood Studios, which right. we're going because that's where Star Wars is. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm, he, he's going to love that. Yeah, I'm super stoked about that, dude. It's going to be fucking incredible. And and remember what we learned from Adam: don't touch Vader's helmet. I wasn't planning on touching Vader's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that wasn't even he did that not even at the new the new park. He did that when it was fucking still the the little section of Star yeah. Wars, and he got fussed at. Yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny. Um, but no, man. Yeah, like so. I think I think it'll be fun. Uh, we still we get to experience Toy Story Land because we never did that yet. So that'll be fun. And then we get to go see the new Star Wars stuff, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I saw the uh, uh, behind the scenes of the uh, the the ride. Man, yeah, and it looks freaking amazing. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm I'm pumped. Like, I'm I think pumped. I think one of the best part the ride's great, but one of the best parts and and Disney does this so great is. And you, it sounds boring, but standing in line, moving through the line, there's so much to see and there's so much interacting with you right. that it doesn't really feel like you're standing in line. So I, you're already creating the world before you get into the I, into the ride. Honestly, man, I, I could just go stand in the middle of the fucking the whole world area that they're at and just fucking just sit there and look at everything. I could care less about any of the other stuff. <laughs> It takes some good pictures and stuff. I think that'd be great, you know. Oh, we will, because uh, Caitlin's definitely bringing uh, her her camera, and we're gonna we're gonna do some cool shit. So it'll be fun. And I'm actually gonna, um, maybe I'll record a little segment here and there while, I'm, while I'm walking yeah. through the parks and stuff, you know, on my phone. Yeah, that'd be that'd be perfect. That would be awesome. And I do think I'm not sure because I haven't confirmed with him yet, but I think the last day we're there, I think Adam is is coming out to go to Universal with me. Yeah, yeah, that it's gonna be good. So I think that's 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 the the trip, man. So it'll be all right. That will be fun, man. But um, on that note, we got another commercial coming our way. Speaking of stuff that you can buy and collect and be silly. Yep, here we go. What is it? It's the North Shore Pop Culture Collectible. See, rum. Say it with more emphasis. I I. I, it's pop culture. Yeah! Here you go, guys. This is the commercial. <laughs> An amazing store has opened up in Slidell, Louisiana. Are you a Funko Pop collector? Yeah. Then this is the store for you. Funko Pop.
man, don't leave me hanging like this. That's right, North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles specializing in all things Funko. This is amazing, I've been waiting in a store like this for a long time. Whether you're a seasoned collector or just getting started, no matter what it is, if it's Funko, they've got you covered. I'm always looking for that rare piece to flesh out my collection. So groove on down to North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles, specializing in all things Funko. Located at 1394 Corporate Square Boulevard, Slidell, Louisiana, 70458, or call 985-265-4279. They're waiting for you. Everything you need, Funko is right there. So it's Funko. It's pop culture. North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles. See you there. Hey, what the Funko are you waiting for? Get out the slide down, Louisiana. North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles. This is great. I'm telling everybody I know. You can collect them all. You've sold separately. So, yeah. And I didn't have to buy my pop at the pop, uh, North Shore Pop Culture show, uh, shop. Like, damn, I'm just stumbling all over myself today. Um, Because my wife got it for me. I don't know where she got it. I think she actually won it. Well, that's very cool, man. Yeah, what uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but like they do these things online on and like the the pop groups where they call them um, waffles, and it's not yeah. it's not the the tasty uh, breakfast. Right, I assume not. Uh, it's kind of like a raffle, but, okay. but what they do is they they you know you pay for a spot, okay. and then they draw your name, and if your your name is drawn, you win the the prize basically. So. It's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's, it's a good way to get rid of uh, extra pops that you have, and it's a good way to uh, make some extra money on it. But it's also a good way to get the ones that you want that are very expensive. Oh, that's very cool. You know, I mean, they, they vary in prices. Like like the super expensive ones, like the ones that are like five $600, you know, mm-hmm. like the slots are anywhere between 25 and $75 to get in. Okay. So what they do is they do what these things called minis, where you can buy like multiple spots for like five bucks a piece or two dollars a piece and then you get and then they draw your name and then you get put in the main one that's expensive you see what i'm saying i see what you're saying yeah Yeah. it's like you you pay to get a drawing to get a chance to win the big prize gotcha 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 but no they're cool man i've won a couple uh caitlin's extremely lucky she wins like every time she plays it doesn't matter what she's going after she'll win it that's fucking crazy yeah yeah, but, I don't have that type of luck. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I mean, like I said, I won one or two, and they were for yeah, small Maybe she should things. buy some scratch-off tickets. Maybe that would be better. She never she wins at that. <laughs> it's so weird. She never wins at that, and we never win anything off the lottery. We always play the lottery. At least we buy one ticket for each little mm-hmm. lottery to see. I mean, hell, if we win a grand, it's fine. You know, sure. whatever. Win our dollar back, whatever. But no, we never win. <laughs> um, But yeah. So let's get into some uh, some TV, man. Like I've been oh, wa- yeah. I've been watching some some stuff on TV. Uh, uh, it's an older show. Uh, my brother in law got me into called The One Hundred. Um, I don't know if you've watched it. Have you watched it? I watched the first two episodes when it first came out. Yeah, you stick with it because it's slow at first. Like all right, basically what it is is about a space station in space. That uh, Imagine that. Yeah, I know, right? That uh, <laughs> that was our vessel to escape from the world ending. 
the world had a nuclear fallout war and um, everyone is dead that was stayed and everyone who went into the ark is now alive but they were running out of oxygen and they needed to figure out what they had to do because they were in space for over a hundred years oh well that's a problem yeah and um so they decided to send their prisoners which was uh, oh and that's the other thing is as long as you're underage you don't get prosecuted for anything but once you hit 18 you uh get executed so anybody who was arrested, I'm not prosecuted for anything. Anybody who was arrested at the underage site got set in this jail, and then they decided to take those prisoners and send them to Earth to see if Earth was habitable. Mm. And, well, lo and behold, they crashed. It is. So now, you know. Earth's the, run by prisoners. Well, wait, no, no. It's just it's just 100 people on the entire planet, right? But they 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 find out that people have survived on earth and there's like, you know, all this stuff going on, but you need to really sit back and watch this show because I can't, I don't want to, you know, unravel too much for people who haven't seen it and who might sure. want to, might be interested in it. But after about the sixth episode of the season one, it starts mm-hmm. getting really crazy. Oh. Like, like the, the, the twists and turns in the show are just out there. Like, I don't okay. know where the things are going. Like, I'm in season two, and it's just so weird and so awesome. Like, they're just all over the place. But it's such a good show. I enjoy watching it. So go ahead and check it out. There's that one, uh, The 100. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also, I haven't watched it yet. I'm getting ready to. Uh, the cartoon Big Mouth, um, season three came out. I, I have no idea what Big Mouth is. Okay, Big Mouth is a cartoon about kids going through puberty. Like, it's it's everything you remember as a child, but super, super over-exaggerated. Like, these kids have, like, um, they call them the hormone monsters. They're, they're these, these monsters that come to help them through their puberty. And it's, 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 it's an hysterical... It's so funny <clears throat> show about stupid shit kids do. And it's done as a cartoon so they can get away with a whole lot of shit. That sounds weird. It is, but it's funny. It really is. Just 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 take a peek at it and you you'll understand. Like like I mean it goes through like hard times like one of the girls is going the mom's dad's going through a divorce and this and that and they show that her her hormones are getting crazy because she's dealing with that and going through puberty and this and that and and the kids fight with each other and is but, it is it really more of an adult cartoon? Oh, 100%. You can you cannot wa- a kid cannot watch this. <laughs> okay, cuz I'm like I mean they show they show weird. they show, you know, cartoon dick and like one of the guys, one of the kids is like, you know, experimenting so he's like fucking a pillow. Oh God! Okay, you know, like that's his girlfriend, and the pillow comes alive. He's like, "Hey, baby, where are you going?" <laughs> and he's like, "I had enough. I gotta go over here. You you're too much for me." And like he's <laughs> he's like confused, so like he runs into a sofa cushion, and then the sofa cushion's a dude. He's like, "What's up, dude? You wanna you know fool around?" And he goes, "Yeah, fuck it. Come on." <laughs> <laughs> So he's like confused, you know. He doesn't know if he's gay or straight. It's 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 dude. It's awesome. It's such a good show. It's so funny. 
it's uh, from what I heard this season really, really, really pushes it because uh-huh. the kids are getting older. Because it's unlike the Simpsons, they are actually aging the children. So this is like they're getting older, so they're getting you know thirteen to sixteen range of puberty. So you know things are getting weird, and uh, so yeah, they said they really push it on this one, with like you know teen sex and fucked up weird shit going on with the hormone monsters and all this crazy shit. It's funny. There's like a there's like a retarded coach, like the coach who who fucking. Uh, He's like the, or used gym to be teacher? the, huh? Yeah, the gym like teacher. The gym. Yeah, the gym teacher. He's like so stupid, like literally stupid. He's like just doesn't understand anything at all. Oh God, he's the, he's my favorite character. He's so stupid. It's funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, check it out, man. If you, if you get a chance, just watch an episode or two. If you don't like it, it's fine. But it, 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 I find it funny. I, I think it's 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 one of those cartoons where you know that, that that'll never fly anywhere else but on Netflix. Right. You know. You, you know, um, it, it's it's weird how many, you know, you go Saturday morning to turn the TV on and there's only like two or three channels showing cartoons. And it's usually like a marathon of SpongeBob. There are no good cartoons for kids anymore, but no. there's plenty of cartoons for adults. Right, right. You know, and I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Like, my son loves cartoons. Like, like he'll watch um, you know, like these Disney movies and the and the the cartoon animated series and stuff that are on Netflix. He'll watch that all day, and yeah. and I gotta watch him sometimes to make sure he's watching the right thing. I don't want him to like accidentally press you know, big mouth and go, "Damn, well, look, it's a cartoon." No, you can't watch that. Right, you right. Know? That's that's that makes it harder for the parents. Not really, because I have uh, he has his own Netflix account. Oh, okay. like his own little tab that says, you know, kids. kids. Yeah. 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 So he gets all the stuff on there is fine. Like Ninja Turtles and, you know, things like that. I don't, sure. I don't care what he watches on that. But if, if I'm watching something, I got to make sure he's not like f- watching me flip through stuff and saying, picking that one, you know. Speaking of weird things and kids, uh, did you see the uh, new crap that they did for uh, the, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's Muppets. I think it's Muppets. No. Uh, the new Muppet. It might be Sesame Street. It's a fucking Oh, puppet. the I fucking just... Sesame Street thing with the uh, the drug abuse. Yeah, the why dr- the fuck do you need that? Like, to me, it's glorifying things. And, I, and, you know, and look, I get kids will, you know, come in contact with that kind of stuff eventually in their life, like on TV. Eventually. And, and whatnot. Why well, put it in a fucking kid show? I, I, I truly don't understand that. And they did that recently again with, like, the homeless puppet. And I'm like, you know, guys, why are y'all doing that? It's 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 dumb. That, like, I, I don't understand. Like, why does that need to be in Sesame Street? Yeah, it. I mean, Sesame Street's been always a, a show for learning, you know, and I get that. But sometimes things that are learned need to come from the parents when it's appropriate, not in the everyday mainstream of a, a, a kid show it doesn't need to be there it uh, i completely agree i mean there has to be some sort of self parental control over over certain topics i mean i don't want if i if i had a kid i don't have kids you do but if i had a kid and i'm sitting here i wouldn't want some child show telling me about how cool it is to be a certain sexual orientation. Right. I, I don't I don't want that. If that's that's not the way I'm raising my kid, I don't want them to 
try to raise my kid. Yes. That needs to be a topic if it were to arise that we discuss, you know, and then, yes, we can we can bring things into play like certain, you know, yeah, educational whatever. modules or whatever yeah. that you need to do with kids. But at that time then, but he's three, he, she's, she's five, you know, even whenever they don't need to be exposed to, uh, the, the, the troubled life of a, a strung out Muppet. Right. I don't understand that, man. And that's the reason. And that's one of the reasons I, I, uh, turned off, uh, remember the cartoon Rocco, Mod- Rocco's modern life. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, okay. Well, they had a movie, and I was like, oh, cool. You know, I used to love watching that show. It was fun. You know, it wasn't a bad show. It was a good show. It was on Nickelodeon, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, they put a movie out, and I was like, okay. And then in the movie, uh, one of the characters decided that it wanted to be a girl, and it was a boy, and, and all this other stuff. And I'm going, I don't need my kid watching that right now. He's only right. three. You know, let him decide what he wants to do when he gets older. But right now, I, I don't want that shit in his brain, you know? Right, and 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 it's you know, of course it's his choice when he gets older. I don't I don't care, but I'm just saying it's like I don't. You don't I, you don't need outside influences on uh, crazy shit. And he does, and he doesn't need outside influences uh, to to differentiate to not to differentiate wrong word to uh, take him. away from the way that you're raising him. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I'm just it's I mean, it, it it is it's you and Caitlin's. Uh, responsibility and to to raise the child the way you feel fit right, right you know and and that's fine that's what it's supposed to be that's called being a parent people yeah you don't you know i don't i don't want fucking barney telling me how how great it is for i love you yeah for you know and making it all sexy i don't need that shit mm. <laughs> apparently apparently party sexy i don't know yeah I mean, barney's barney's like yeah. i'd fuck me put mm. mm. Put the dino lotion in the basket. If my ooh, ass ooh. was a Chinese restaurant, I'd have the poo-poo platter. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, some young guy. <laughs> yes, yes. Who flung poo? Wait, no, wait, that's not good. Uh, that's just a different thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I get it, dude. It's, Trust we me. Just made, we just made that gross and weird. I apologize yeah. for anybody listening right now. That was really yeah. bizarre. Mm. Um. <laughs> but... But I mean that's that's fine. But for those for those couples out there who are same partner care uh, uh, marriages or same partner people, right. and that you you have adopted a child, I think it's great. I mean let them let them understand the way your family dynamic works, and this is what it is, and this was our choice. But I really think it's it's mainly let them make their choices. Give them when the time. Give comes, them the choice that you had. Yeah, let them be a kid. Don't let yeah. them be a confused prepubescent child because that that creates a lot of frustration a lot of animosity and a lot of bitterness that you're going to have to deal with in a big explosive way at at some point in time and and i don't think it's healthy i agree i agree man i just uh do you you see how we just took a really fun show and and then we but we got a serious point across we we did we did yeah and in that serious point we just Made fun of gay Chinese things. I don't understand how and, that and, happened. And, but, and a purple dinosaur. And a purple dinosaur. And and we apologize if, if you if you take offense to that, we apologize. Yes, for any purple dinosaurs out there, we're yeah. not we're not racist against you. I promise. Right. Absolutely not. And uh, you know, but uh, as you know, this the show is an equal opportunity offender. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. So fuck you, He Man. 
Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's our show, man. Um, what a way to end it, man. That was, that was, yeah, that was pretty big, uh, big way. Yeah. Big way. Um, uh, next Tuesday, which this is not going to add, this makes no sense. I remember it's October 13th today, but uh, next Tuesday we'll be going to see the uh, Jay and Silent Bob movie. So that following will should have some really cool uh, stuff to talk about. So very nice. Just FYI. Um, so take, all right, guys. Pop, maybe you can get it signed. Uh, not at this one. Um, it'll be at the one I believe in February or November because they're they're oh, coming. Okay. Um, uh, Jay and Silent Bob doing a row show with the movie, and they will be. Uh, this is just a what's what's called a meetup where they premiere the movie for a certain amount of people, and it's only for two days. And then they're going to do the road show for a couple months, and then the movie's going to officially come out for everybody. Nice. nice. Um, but uh, when the, when they come with the road show, there's like a meet and greet kind of talk and stuff like that. So I may, you know, do that. I mean, it's it's a little pricey. It's forty bucks, but whatever. You know, uh, I've paid more for signatures than that. Sure. But that's cool, man. But cool, man. Um. I hope your rest of your weekend is amazing. I'm going to try. And I hope everyone out there had a great weekend. This weather outside is fucking amazing. It's nice and cool out here. I don't know how it is over there by you. Hot. Um, it's hot. Nah, man, the weather. The we, we got we got the temperature change over here. It's like in the 70s, so it feels nice. It's it's 89 here. That's not too bad. Not too bad. It it's, could, it could be 99. Humid. It could be 99. It um, is. It's just really humid. I hate that shit. <clears throat> But um, everybody, I hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you went and did all kind of cool shit like me and Rum did. I ate Chinese by myself. What's up? Yeah. Um, and don't forget, we've got a lot of stuff coming up for uh, for Halloween. We've got a uh, special Halloween show coming uh, just with us. And then we have a special Halloween, pre-Halloween drop uh, where uh, you get to be the detective and figure out the clues and the music. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Um, yeah, the Halloween show... But me and Rum will be dropping on Halloween Day, and the mm-hmm. the special uh, will be dropping on the twenty fourth, I think it was. So yeah, so be out, check it out, guys, um, and thank you guys for joining us. I was your host Wayne, and I am the Rum Guy. He is the Rum Guy, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it That's it. Get the fuck